This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's over. Thank you, everybody. Hi. Embattled Ellen. She's canceling her TV talk show after 19 seasons. Then, the American family caught in the war zone. Where's my puppy? It's okay, let's go. And gas brawls. Oh, wow. First toilet paper. Now it's hoarding gas. Plus, the COVID defense. I just stabbed. The woman who claims pandemic stress drove her to kill her estranged husband's girlfriend. Did the jury buy it? She messed with the wrong mama. Then, where's that tiger? This is just a ticking time bomb. And Backyard Tigers, what the Inside Edition investigation showed, and DIY cosmetic procedures. I didn't feel like my lips were big enough. Can you believe people are self-injecting at home with Botox and fillers? Is this way too risky? I would strongly discourage people from doing this. Plus, Deck Collapse exclusive. (laughs) Inside the Epic Party. Moments before disaster. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's just not a challenge anymore, but it's also no longer a ratings hit. Whatever the reason, Ellen DeGeneres says she's done with her talk show. As Megan Alexander reports, the announcement comes one year after Ellen was accused of presiding over a toxic workplace. It's curtains for Ellen. Thank you, everybody. Hi. She's calling it quits, Welcome confirming to today that next season, her 19th, will be her last. It's just not a challenge anymore, she said today. Ellen really wanted to make sure that this announcement was done on her own terms. That was very clear from the way that this announcement was done. She did an interview. It didn't leak. She was able to say in the interview that this was my decision. I wanted the show to end. The news comes after a year of crisis for the talk show host. Last summer, she was accused of turning a blind eye to a toxic workplace and bullying behind the scenes at her show. Three top executives, all of whom denied any wrongdoing, were fired. And Ellen apologized. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. If I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt their feelings, I am so sorry for that. But the allegations damaged her be-kind reputation and ratings plummeted. She lost almost half of her audience, more than a million viewers. It's very clear that the show did take a hit. Ellen's reputation took a hit. So it's hard to take a look at this announcement without considering the allegations. This is our very, very first show, and you are my very first audience. 
The Ellen Show debuted in September 2003 and quickly became a hit, drawing big stars and huge ratings, winning 61 Daytime Emmy Awards over its 18 seasons. Today, Ellen says the allegations last summer destroyed me. Honestly, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. But says that's not why she's ending the show. She says she had planned on the 19th season being her last for some time and that her wife, actress Portia de Rossi, had been urging her to pursue other projects. The grind of doing 180 shows per year is a lot. Doing a daily show, even when you're making tens of millions of dollars a year, it is something that you have to really show up for. And I think Ellen just said, my time here is done. Welcome to the Ellen says after the show wraps, she'll focus on issues that matter to her, like the environment and protecting animals. It is the most deadly conflict in the Middle East in years. Amber Cogliano spoke with one American family that went to Tel Aviv for a Mother's Day vacation and ended up shepherded into an underground shelter. Blare and missiles light up the night sky over Israel. The rain of rockets brought terror to an American family on vacation in Tel Aviv who fled to a bomb shelter. It's okay, leave your pocketbook. It's okay, let's go. I spoke with Denise Tamir, her husband, and two daughters from Miami. Literally, in between our appetizers and then bringing out the main course, the sirens started. We made our way to the bomb shelter with a bunch of strangers. You can hear the booming and the shaking. Did any of you have a moment like, my life could be in danger? It's, it's almost like a uh, Russian roulette with a bunch of rockets and you don't know which one's gonna make it through and which one isn't. Everyone sang and the family's 82-year-old matriarch, a Holocaust survivor, helped keep the family calm. My mom sat down, polished off her whole dinner like nothing happened. In another shelter, Israelis sang to keep up their spirits. American reporters were also in the line of fire. We have sirens. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This CNN reporter and her crew had to run for cover just as she was about to go live. The entire crew and I had to just dive under the car. A Fox reporter took shelter under a car as shrapnel rained down. Missiles were fired at Israeli cities from the Palestinian enclave of Gaza, and Israel hit back with devastating airstrikes. A 13-story high-rise was destroyed after residents were warned to evacuate. Drone video shows the building reduced to rubble. The crisis is also hitting home for CBS This Morning co-anchor Tony DeCopo. I have two older kids who yeah. live with their mother in Tel Aviv. They spent the night in an air raid uh, in a shelter. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter was in tears. Uh, and I'm also acutely aware of the fact that over in Gaza, there are children going to bed in a pile of rubble not getting up. Wonder Woman Gal Gadot, who served in the Israeli army, said, My heart breaks. My country is at war. I pray for this unimaginable hostility to end. Meantime, back here at home, gasoline prices have topped $3 a gallon for the first time in seven years. And experts say that cyber attack on a gas pipeline is to blame. It's also leading to scenes like this. People literally coming to blows, trying to fill their tanks. It's getting wild at the gas pumps, and tension is rising. A brawl broke out at a gas station in North Carolina. Your buddy in the Honda tried to cut. That's when the woman driver hops out and starts yelling at the other car. Wow, yo, she spit on his Things escalate quickly. Oh, 
Hoarding is also becoming a big problem. Look at this guy buying tanks, about 10 of them. This woman is filling six gas containers. This guy brought at least five large barrels. This driver brought a plastic storage bin. And can you believe this? Filling up a massive storage tank. This man's here with the tank. Y'all see this number going up? Bringing this much gas home with you is a recipe for disaster, says car expert Lauren Fix. It is flammable, it is dangerous, and it has to have proper ventilation and it has to be stored properly. If gasoline is not stored properly, you are putting yourself, your family, wherever it might be at risk of an explosion or at least a very bad fire. The White House echoed that concern. Hoarding does not make things better, and uh, under no circumstances should gasoline ever be put into anything but uh, a vehicle directly or an approved container. The hacked Colonial Pipeline stretches 5,500 miles and carries 3 million barrels of gas every day from Texas to New York and points in between. But only a few states are experiencing dwindling gas supplies and have declared a state of emergency. But whatever you face, don't end up like these guys. Oh, In other news, this woman went on trial for killing her estranged husband's girlfriend. She blamed the COVID lockdown for making her snap. It's the COVID defense. The mom who claims stress over the pandemic drove her to kill her estranged husband's new girlfriend. I just snapped. Last March, when America went into lockdown and panic was everywhere, Michelle Boat's husband of 20 years left her and moved in with another woman, Tracy Mundabaugh. Michelle even kept a calendar showing every day her husband was gone. She also left this threatening warning on her husband's phone. Tell the bitch that you're sleeping with, she messed with the wrong mama. Prosecutors say last May she followed her husband and his girlfriend in a red pickup to a Burger King where they got lunch. Michelle Boat watched them drive off. They were sitting in the pickup truck eating their lunch. In the next moment, Boat saw them kiss. She followed the other woman home, got out of her car, and stabbed her rival to death. Grim police body cam footage shows the moment when police found the other woman slain, still wearing her seatbelt. Lots of blood. Cops went right to Michelle's home to arrest her. I was in the shower. What you need? At her trial in Iowa, Michelle put forward a unique defense that she suffered from intense loneliness and pressure from the coronavirus pandemic. The fear, the chaos, the isolation that we all felt in the early days of the pandemic. That's where Michelle was. How did you feel when you realized on March 12th that Nick had left? Heartbroken, sad, despondent, devastated, destroyed. She was able to turn her emotions on and off like a spigot at a sink. Uh, She, quite frankly, was not convincing. Did the jury buy the COVID defense? No, they did not. We, the jury, find the defendant guilty of murder in the first degree. Michelle Boat faces a mandatory sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Remember that crazy video we showed you the other day, a tiger roaming through a Houston neighborhood? Well, people there are still a little nervous because no one knows where the big cat is. Here's Stephen Fabian. 
Where is he? The tiger named India remains at large in Houston. He has a collar. It is somebody's pet. Police say the tiger was last spotted being driven off in a pickup truck by the man who was seen here leading the tiger by the collar back inside the house. Cops identified him as Victor Cuevas. He was arrested for evading police. His lawyer insists it's not his tiger. He has not yet entered a plea. We spoke to the Tiger Queen herself, former Dancing with the Stars contestant Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. She told me the longer the Tiger remains at large, the more dangerous he may get. This is just a ticking time bomb. Where do you think this Tiger is now? Do you think it's out there roaming the streets or do you think it's cooped up in someone's basement? I think it's probably being kept inside somewhere because it's really hard to hide a tiger. Noelle Almred is the sanctuary director at the Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch. This time last year, we were all cooped up in our homes watching Tiger King on Netflix. Do you think shows like that contribute to people wanting to have a, a, an exotic pet? I think the public is now more aware and hopefully rightfully outraged that this is going on. So how easy is it to buy a pet tiger? An Inside Edition investigation in 2011 found three tigers for sale at this Ohio farm. Their owner offered to sell us a rare white Bengal tiger. The price? $2,700. And it was perfectly legal. And we'd like to talk to you about the tiger you're selling. Uh, no thanks. These are wild animals that belong in the wild. It is somebody's pet. There are as many as 10,000 privately owned tigers in the United States. Only 4,000 remain in the wild. Now a DIY story causing controversy. People at home self-injecting fillers and Botox. Is this a little risky? Elisa Guerrero spoke with some doctors who have varying opinions. It's do-it-yourself cosmetic procedures. People are going online to show how they freshen up their face with Botox or plump up their lips with fillers. I didn't feel like my lips were big enough. Renee Sprouse bought something called a Hyapen to inject fillers into her lips. She even made a TikTok video showing how she did it. Renee's video caught the attention of board-certified dermatologist Dr. Whitney Bowe, who made her own TikTok video about Renee. Please don't do what I think you're going to do. Her lips look beautiful today. Maybe she'll get a staph infection tomorrow. I wanted to call attention to the fact that there are significant risks associated with what she was doing in that video. Complications of self-injections can be serious. Board-certified dermatologist Dr. Christine Lee showed me patients she treated to correct bad results. This patient had an eye droop after injecting Botox, and these patients had scarring around the cheek and mouth from fillers. It's very dangerous for women to be injecting themselves. If somebody actually injected into the wrong nerves, they could get paralysis of the, of the face. I want you just to push it in to the tissues as it's going gently. But not all doctors are worried. Dr. Stanley Kovac, who runs Mirror Care outside Chicago, says it's okay to self-inject with proper medical supervision. Push it in. He says he's breaking barriers by providing telehealth for those wanting to do it. Perfect. That's the right amount. He even invited us to watch as he instructed a patient how to inject herself with Botox. Yeah, you did a good job. Okay, how did it feel? Not bad at all. Very easy. According to medical and legal experts, they have said what you're doing is, quote, 
dangerous, crazy, obscene, completely unethical, and shady as hell. I think if they were a little bit more informed, they would see that it isn't shady as hell or obscene or what all unethical. Else. unethical. Exactly right. You have to admit that it's safer to do this in a doctor's office under medical care. I will not admit that. that it is not safer to do it in a doctor's office than it is to do it via telehealth with a doctor guiding you who knows properly how to do it. Many in the medical community totally disagree. When it comes to injecting foreign substances into your skin, which could have potential complications, including infection, scar, and blindness, I would think twice. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, Deck Collapse exclusive. <laughs> Inside the epic party. Moments before disaster. Plus, the overweight raccoon. He's stuck in the roof. And who would take a baby swan? No, what are you doing? From his parents. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Some survivors from that deck collapse in Malibu have a lot of questions. They spoke exclusively with Jim Murray just as new video of the incidents come out. For the first time, we're seeing the party at the oceanfront home in Malibu minutes before disaster strikes. Guests look carefree, enjoying the gorgeous views at the rented home. Then, calamity, the deck collapses. It's the weirdest thing. It's like there's a floor and then there's no floor. You can see Christina and her husband Eric on the deck enjoying the party. They say 10 minutes later, it was sheer terror as 15 partygoers plunged to the jagged rocks below. It's just so scary. Like All the bodies fell on top of each other like a pile of bodies. Their faces were so bloody and like they were just like their faces were just so terrified. Miraculously, they escaped injury. That's Eric hanging onto the railing after the deck collapsed. Christina was able to jump back inside the house. This new footage shows the shattered deck. The owner of the home claims the balcony was overloaded with people and that under the rental agreement, only six people were allowed at any time. But now there are new claims that the deck was rotted and it was a disaster waiting to happen. Christina and Eric say these photos show the decaying condition. The pictures clearly show the wood is completely rotten to the core. It's green and covered in moss. Do you believe that there were too many people on that balcony? No, I think that the house wasn't in a condition to rent. And I think that the cap on six people, it should have been zero. The homeowner says she spent hours pleading with the renter to ask him and his guests to leave before the deck collapsed. The rental agreement is very specific. It's six persons at all times, at all times. And no parties and events are allowed. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Maria. We'll try and get everybody out of here. Attorney Grayson Goody is representing the young man who rented the house. The deck that eventually collapsed was in a pretty poor condition. And it looks like in the places where the deck fractured, there was some rot going on. Even if it was six people or one person, nobody should have been allowed on that deck. 
The homeowner's attorney tells us the deck was inspected in 2018 and that no rotten wood was found. He says the other allegations are false, adding that the renter violated the rental agreement by having more than six people in the home. When we come back, baby swans snatch from their nest. He's stealing swans? Police say you are witnessing a swan napping as it happens. The guy can be seen taking two baby swans. Watch as he puts the babies in a red cooler and the mama and papa swan go nuts trying to save them. The man pushes them out of the way with the cooler. Bystanders yell at him to stop. He even swats the swans who won't give up. Pierre Arsenic saw it all unfold. I thought he was going to steal the swans and sell them. There was no doubt in my mind. They won't be here tomorrow. The suspect claims he's rescuing the birds from predators. They will be dead tomorrow. Police in Orlando tracked down the man and charged 71-year-old Richard Harger with third-degree grand theft. The little guys have been reunited with their parents. And from the sublime beauty of a swan to the ridiculous, an overweight raccoon is stuck in a roof, too pudgy to shimmy its way inside. Not to worry, help is on the way. <laughs> up next, caught red-handed. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Finally, Tay, it's the great muffin caper. Case of the missing muffin. Can you ate my muffin? No. Uh Uh-oh, looks like little brother did it. Found it. That's Inside Edition. We'll see you tomorrow. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.